Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I have a special guest today who is my sometimes co-host and I get so much positive feedback from these episodes. People love hearing from me and Frankie. So welcome Frankie Mall. She's a transformational mentor. She's a hypnotherapist. She is incredible at so many things and she's my best friend. Hello, thank you so much for having me again. I love being here and I'm actually so excited for today's episode. So yeah, so Frankie and I, obviously we have like lots of deep conversations, um, but we had one the other day and I was literally like, oh my gosh, I wish I would be recording this for a podcast because it was so good. I just feel like people will relate Um, and like, typically when you're listening to this podcast and probably many others, it's like teaching, right? I'm coming on here and I'm teaching something and I bring a guest on and we're teaching something. And this episode is really going to be more like, you're just hearing different perspectives. And that's what I love so much about my conversations with Frankie. We're sharing our perspectives. We're widening each other's point of view. We're just geeking out over like these crazy viewpoints. And, um, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good one. So we're going to dive into intuition today. So the question that Frankie and I have been really just questioning within ourselves is how do we really know what's our intuition speaking and why can't it just be obvious? It's, it is something that has been just nonstop on my mind and, you know, a little bit of backstory. And the reason we got really talking about this conversation is earlier this month, I was so certain about something. Like I was telling myself that this is my intuition. Every single thing is leading me to this point where I can make this decision. And oh my gosh, I'm going to feel so much better. And I was convinced it was intuition. And then upon further exploration, now I'm questioning that. And I'm looking at another perspective going, well, maybe that's my intuition and that's the path that I'm supposed to follow. And so I think it got me really confused. And, you know, again, I'm not an expert by any means on this subject. The purpose of this interview is basically just to dive into it even more and to really develop what intuition is, because at this point, I'm just, I keep getting more and more lost with it. But I, when it comes down to it, I really believe that it is making a decision from a grounded place where you feel calm, peaceful, and light, like at the root of it. So you're grounded. You don't have any body sensations. You feel emotionally calm, which I'll expand on. And you have like a sense of just lightness because I think when you're making a decision then from that place or like you feel that in your decision, 
it's more connected to your intuition, which is also connected to your triune brains, but you're just able to feel rooted because otherwise I think you have a lot of emotional draw on what you're saying and our minds can really convince us of a million different things and I think it's important to differentiate are you making a decision with an emotional drive or are you making a decision with an absence of emotion does that make sense yeah I think that is so 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 key because when we're in like the the place of heightened emotions Mm -hmm. we're gonna have so much more of those like anxious and fear-based thoughts that are really clouding Mm -hmm. things and for me that's something with like being pregnant I've had a lot more anxious thoughts I'm much more like on edge because my body's learning to protect this other human Mm -hmm. side of me and it's it makes it it makes my intuition feel less clear. Mm-hmm. If I have more of the thoughts that say, but what if, but what if, but what if. Mm-hmm. Something that um, you brought up, Frankie, we were talking about our, our thing, when something, because I hear this a lot from people where if it was really what I'm meant to be doing, wouldn't it be easy? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? So this is, such a good question. And again, something like it's been really on my mind. Now, if it was supposed to be easy, do you ever grow then as a soul, as who you are? Are you learning? Are you growing? Because I believe we're put on this earth to grow and to learn and to evolve and to transcend. So if everything was easy, are you ever going to have those experiences that put you in the situations that you perhaps might need to be in to grow, to get to that next level of who you are just in this life and and for your soul and to, to, you know, transcend or because, I mean, if you think about it, like if not for some of my hardships, I would absolutely not be where I am. So I'm really grateful for those, but I think it can get really convoluted. Like let's use relationships for an example. Like, again, I don't know, but like if you were trying to choose between staying with a partner and leaving a partner, right? It could be really like, I think you could put your reticulate, oh my gosh, your, um, what's a reticular activating system? I say you're wrong. Okay. Everything will convince you that you can, to put, to make the decisions to take the easier path. I believe it. We can get really lost in that. Like things shouldn't be happening. It should be easier. So I'm going to make this choice because it shouldn't be this hard. And then you can reaffirm that a million times over. But what if you were put in situations to grow and to learn to develop into the person that you are meant to be then. And this is where like, it gets cloudy for me because I can put my mind to both sides and reaffirm it a million times over. Mm -hmm. So I think it comes down to that, that real question of, is this decision 
that I'm making coming from a calm, peaceful, and light place. Again, calm, no body sensations, peaceful, like no emotions and light place. Because otherwise I think those emotions and our thinking brain is going to really start muddying the water, like really muddying the water. So if it were easy, are you ever having the experiences that are going to get you to where it's supposed to be? For example, like when I started my business, I was in a really, really good job. I made a lot of money and I had the intuition that I needed to quit my job. It didn't make sense, but my intuition was telling me I'm going to do this and it's going to be amazing and everything's going to work out. And every single thing affirmed that for me. I was going to quit my job. It didn't make sense, but I was going to do it because my intuition was leading me there. And now I'm your one in my business. And I mean, I absolutely love it. But here's where I'm talking about. It's like, I absolutely love it. Have I made anywhere near the money that I was making before? No, but all of the experiences I've had have turned me into more of the woman that I want to be, that I believe my soul needed to go through to get me to this place. So it's like, that wasn't easy, but the lessons brought me to where I am. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is like a really common thing with, with like these businesses. And I feel similarly, like I quit my job four years ago, was making tons of money and my corporate job and expected it to go differently. Mm-hmm. Right? I expected to be, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I've shared this before in the pocket. I expected to be an overnight success. I really mm-hmm. did. <laughs> yeah. Now I, now I realize that's not uh, normal and common. And, and also who's to say that that's what would have benefited me the most? Like, would it really have benefited me the most to not have, have had 25 flopped launches? You know what I mean? Like yeah. every single one of those, I had the opportunity to learn how to handle all of those things and learn my dedication to keep going. And all mm-hmm. these things. So like, yeah, I've heard so many people say like, oh, well, like, if, if it was, if I was meant to do this, then it would be happening. It would be easy, Mm -hmm. but it's like, but first of all, how are we measuring it? If it's just off of money, is it just exactly whatever? And it's like our expectations can be so romanticized Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, like I love, we were talking the other day about the lady who the Spanx founder, Mm -hmm. yes, the struggles that she went through and I wish she wrote a memoir. I hope she does one day, but because um, I want to learn more about it. But like people like that who've had these journeys where it was not easy. It was not an overnight success. And the, the founder of It Cosmetics is a really good one. She does. Mm-hmm. It's so, so, so good. It was not easy for her, but like clearly it was what she was meant to do. Clearly it all worked out. I don't think we can look at things that should, that we think, well, this should be easier if it's what we're meant to do. Is that like, maybe not, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> and, I, and I think there's so much like, okay, so like, let's use the Spanx lady, for example. 
it was not working out, right? She's getting, her spanks are getting lost in the laundry, in the like tights area of Nordstrom or wherever she was. But she had perhaps, I don't know, an intuitive hit of desire to take the action to move, to set up her own she literally like brought bought her own kind of carousels and brought them into the Nordstrom's and put her spanks right near the um the dressing rooms so like she did that and she drove herself to every single store and when they like asked her if she had permission to do that she lied and said yes like she took the action to do all of those things so that takes work right that takes effort that takes action. So I think like we were talking before, my biggest question is like, okay, so she took this situation, her business business is failing, right? It's not happening for her. She doesn't have any money. She could have easily said, you know what, this isn't working. I'm going to go do the easier thing and get a job. Something told her to put the work in and to, to take that action And she watered her own grass and created the the life, created her path. So this is where I just get sometimes confused. It's like, do you, is, is it true that the grass is greener where you water it? And can your intuitive hits of, inspiration or your intuition be reaffirming where you're deciding to water the grass or is it more like Gaia connected do you know what I'm saying like yeah like is it is it God saying here's the path you're meant to be on yes giving you the signs giving you the intuition which would be almost more like the surrender. Like if it's like yeah. one half of life is the surrender path, one half of life is the, I, I say certainty, but like it, the law of attraction, I mm-hmm. create my reality. So it's like, I feel like in between, and I feel like this is something so many people listening can, can relate to this feeling of, okay, I know surrender. I know leaning into trust. And I also believe in the law of attraction and manifestation. Mm-hmm. I believe I create my reality. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, we're always kind of leaning towards one side and how much of life is about creating your reality and you can fucking make it anything you want. And how much of life is almost like a predetermined, you're going to get to where you're meant to be because this is your path. And is this is what you're saying. Absolutely. And, and I think I said this to you the other day. It's like, here's a question I have. What if it is the grass is greener where you water it? So like, whatever decision you're in, if you choose to stay in it and to do it and to put that effort in that, that, that action, it's going to lead you on this path. That's then going to reaffirm those decisions for you based on your past experiences, based on, you know, what's happening in the unconscious and all of what has happened to you that's leading you up to these points to make these decisions for your brain to then have the thoughts and your body to have the responses on that path. But you can choose another one. 
And then everything's going to reaffirm those and do that because of all your pasts and your, your thoughts and your emotions and your body sensations and all of that's going to reaffirm that for that path. But what if Gaia, right? Like you have where you're supposed to be in this life is just, that is, that is, that is right. But you choose your player, choose your path. There's always going to be difficulty. There's always going to be struggle, but you water it the way you want. So you could decide to make a choice, follow it. It's still going to lead you to that end point, but you'll have the different experiences along the way. Do you know what I'm saying? But see, but then I get it wrapped up into this like, well, I obviously want the better one. You know what I mean? Like I want the one that I have more money, the one that I have the better relationships, the one where I have the successful, the success and everything. So how does your intuition help you choose that path? Okay. Well, let's, okay. What if we take you out of the situation? What if, okay, I'm just, this is like a random thought I'm getting. But like, let's say Gaia is going to lead you to where you're meant to be, but it's not about you. It's about the evolving of humanity. So she doesn't really care about you. She cares about you, but she cares more about the overall spectrum of where everybody is. So you're going to get there whatever way. Is this making sense? (laughs) Like humanity as a whole rather than us as an individual but you will be where you are meant to be regardless of what path it is for the overall good of humanity you are a number in a million you know in in all of the world but then you know i know we were talking about like there's people who have like way like really hard lives and is that their path so right were they meant to be were they meant to be and I think that's a real it's whatever it's a hard question because yeah are we we were born with a lot of privilege so it's just and then I want to get back to the reticular activating system and who isn't like doesn't know that term it's basically the part of your brain that filters information and Mm -hmm. can bias so all of our life we're taking in information Mm -hmm. and we are looking at it through these glasses let's say the reticular activating system is a pair of glasses that focuses your awareness on what you want to hear Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. um so for me, something that I'm like working on my, with my intuition is like the decision with vaccines for my daughter, mm-hmm. because there's, you know, one you're supposed to get in your third trimester. And then there's like 75 you're supposed to get when they're eight weeks old. And so, so I know that my reticular activating system is going to gear me towards the more holistic approach, mm-hmm. less vaccines or potentially none right? The health, the, the more, less pharmaceuticals, more ways to boost immunity naturally, right? That's the, that's the bubble I surround myself in. That's the books I read. That's the people mm-hmm. I surround myself with. So I know that I have a bias towards that. 
Like I'm yeah. aware of that. Just like I know I have a bias towards other things that are like po- like politics and things with all of our biases. And when, we, when we're aware that our brain is only focusing us on what confirms our beliefs, then it gets so confusing because it's like, well, obviously this, the decision, for example, to not get the vaccines is going to feel better to me. Mm-hmm. It's what my brain is filtered towards. Yeah. So how do I separate that programming and what my brain is focusing on right now from reality? Yeah. And so this is like making me think back to the emotions, like the thoughts, right? So the reticular activating system is confirming those thoughts, confirming like what we're seeing in our reality. But like, if you think of the triune brains and let's just use like the head, the heart and the body, for example, that's just one piece of the puzzle. So I think it's also important to listen to what's happening internally on a body sense too, in addition to the thoughts and like, you know, I think being in unison would for me be the ultimate goal. Are my emotions, are my thoughts, and is my body all aligned in this decision? Because if one is out of balance, you're on, you're, you're, you know, you are unbalanced in your decision. So for example, last month I was trying to make this decision and my thoughts and my reticular activating system was going like in one direction, but I swear I had IBS for like a straight 12 days. Like I could not, I had IBS. I'll leave it at that. So my body was obviously like really not in sync with what my thoughts were saying. And so you know, I've heard a lot about intuition and also trusting the body because you hear so many people talk about, oh, well, it's this gut feeling. It's, It's not even in the head. It's that gut feeling. It's that sixth sense. It's that, you know, so what is that? Because, um, the more research I've done on that aspect is to really use like muscle testing and to use things like, um, like pendulums, because you can, that's more directly linked with the unconscious. So you're, you're having another perspective that way than just kind of what is up in our head and when, what we're reaffirming and the reticular activating system, you know, confirming these maybe more emotionally driven thoughts. So what is the body saying can help to give another perspective maybe? Um, And again, like I think making a a decision from a non-emotional place is best. So listening to what that body says and then trying to making a decision based on the alignment of the, the emotions, the body and the brain and the brain. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I honestly think that makes maybe the most sense because if you think about, we talked about this the other day, mm-hmm. what, what makes you not step out into traffic mm-hmm. when yes. you even see that car coming, but your body kind of knew, right? Yeah. You're driving your car and your head is somewhere else, but you swerve. How did I swerve? I wasn't even looking. Exactly. Right? Those things happen all the time. Animals have the same instinct right exactly instinct I think it lives in the body yes muscle testing makes perfect sense I do want to throw another perspective out there so what if the muscle testing 
Because this is what my mind says. My mm -hmm. mind says, okay, but if I'm doing a pendulum, I know what outcome I want. Whether I'm consciously aware of it or not, I know what outcome I want. Is that going to influence it? And if so, what if that isn't bad? What if that is also where our deepest heart's desires are our roadmap too? So if my deepest heart yeah, desire yeah. that might be unconscious influences that pendulum towards what I want, maybe that's the that's even more confirmation because our deepest desire is like where we're meant to go. Yeah. And I think that's a really beautiful take on like how refreshing clarity can be. Because I think that the intuition maybe is different than the clarity because then if you have clarity let's say in what you actually want you have free will so you are able to make those decisions I think that like that was such a good example and like I do so much work with the unconscious and I do speak to people's higher consciousness or subconscious and you know, I, I won't speak on anyone else's uh, experience of it, but for myself, like there are times when I feel deeply rooted and deeply surrendered to a higher consciousness that I'm listening almost as if it's not myself. And it is speaking from a place of my deepest desires. And sometimes that's the clarity that we need that, you know, if you're unsure on intuition, like it can be that roadmap that highlights what you actually want, which is leading me to another <laughs> thing, which is okay. We have free will, right? And we can do all of these things, but are you failing some type of a test? If you make a decision that's, let's say, okay, do you see? Okay. What I'm trying to say is like, let's say a part of you is saying, make choice a but you want choice b you take choice b i think sometimes i feel like well what if the test was that you needed to take choice a and now because you haven't taken choice a something whatever do you get what i mean like something might happen yeah. differently or it's not where you were supposed to be you failed the test does yeah. that make sense yeah i personally don't necessarily believe in like tests from mm -hmm. God, tests from the universe um, because to me, like when I think of God, mm -hmm. of this, I, I really don't fucking know, but I guess like this energy that makes the world work, our ecosystem works, right? Like things flowing, mm -hmm. but it's not like specific. So to me, it wouldn't be like, okay, let's get failed. Yeah. Let's see how she's going to handle this. I'm going to give her these two options. Yeah. But I like to me that feels more like the God that that is like from like Christianity. Absolutely. You're punished, you're going to hell, you go to heaven. This little boy's gonna have cancer. This little girl, let's do this. Yeah. I, just, I personally that doesn't like align with me. I think of it more like I but I do I I use the term test and I when I feel like I'm having a test, to me it feels more like okay fuck, I really want to, I know what I want to do here. I want to say this bold thing on the mm -hmm. internet, but I'm scared. But I, but I can feel that this is a test because 
I have to push through the fear to get to what I want. To mm-hmm. me, it feels like a test could be anything, but it's not coming from God. Mm. But I know it's a test because I can feel that my decision has fear around it. So, cause that, but see, this is where it links back for me in this like overall love, overall trust in like what I was saying earlier about choose your player, like choose your path. You're loved and you are guided and you are protected and you are safe. And like, like, like nothing you do will ruin your life. Exactly. Exactly. But then I don't know if I believe that. Because if you decide to like shoot up heroin, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'd go to jail forever. Exactly. You could ruin your life based on like a single choice, a single choice. So like, you know, like, yeah. But well, yeah. And then that leads back to, but would you really be ruining your life or would you go to where you're meant to be? Exactly. This is why are people meant to be in jail for life? Are people meant their path? Yeah. Like I just, (laughs) I I think it's funny because Frankie and I were both um, a little nervous to do this, this, conversation record this conversation because of course we both have businesses where we're a personal brand positioning ourselves as an expert Mm -hmm. we're used to teaching we're used to that like authority place so to almost be like admitting that we don't know something is a little bit like ooh. like I mean I wouldn't I personally wouldn't build a whole coaching business off of I don't know anything but hire me right so but this is what I love about this is like it's real I don't think yeah. anyone listening is going to be like, are you kidding me? I know I can always every 100% know my intuition every minute of every, well, then you better be a fucking seven time over millionaire yeah. like with every single part of your life. Perfect. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't think anyone has that experience. And I think that's part of it. Like we're obviously not meant to know for sure. The answer mm-hmm. is about God. The answer is about all these things. And embracing that uncertainty and embracing that mystery is part mm-hmm. of the adventure of life. Yeah. It's making me think about like, because <laughs> again, I, I, I'm a hypnotist and a lot of my work is intuitive and I tap into a place when I'm hypnotizing someone to deepen their own connection with themselves. And there's almost like, something else that comes out of me that says the right thing at the right time to make the impact for the person to be able to go to that place that they need to be to elicit something inside of them that will make a change. And I feel like that's the part that I'm looking for when I'm trying to make a decision. Like that part that is all loving and connected and grounded and rooted and aligned speaking with somebody else's part that's the exact same that has that inner feeling that you know I posted this on TikTok and I was like I want to know what other people like what's your intuition like what are you listening to when you say I followed my intuition and a lot of people were saying well it's this feeling in the gut and the feeling in the heart 
for me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me, but like definitely the body and being calm. But for me, it's maybe I'm realizing now, as I say it, that part that I elicit to run my sessions, that is just trying to reach that other part in someone else that helps them to make a choice or do a thing that will give them the most peace and the most freedom and the most clarity to let them know that they have the power to do anything that they want. You know what I'm saying? Because you do. I feel like that to me is higher self, like higher self within us we channel our, like a lot of our, like our best content comes from that place. Our best advice comes from that place. Like our intuition comes from that place. And so, so it also makes me think of like desire versus should, like this is Mm -hmm. like how I typically make decisions. There's desire, which to me is pretty much the same as intuition. It's my higher self. What my higher self wants And then there's the shoulds of Mm -hmm. society, of my fears, of the what ifs. And I normally go with the desire. And that's, I do feel like that's a powerful way to tap into intuition. Of course, yeah, like you said, you have to be in that grounded place. Otherwise your mind's gonna be too flooded with thoughts to even feel clear about the desire versus the should. Um, But what I find interesting is we often We don't even let ourselves be honest about our desires. We're afraid of our desires. We're afraid to even like allow ourselves to have them, but even like claim them and say, we want this. And I think getting more and more clear on our desires leads us to that higher self place. Absolutely. And clearing away those fears and understanding surrendering yeah to the desire is ultimately what's gonna propel you maybe quicker to where you want to be like I do work with a higher self all the time especially in my quantum healing sessions and being able to witness other people's higher self is such like a absolutely beautiful experience for me. I feel so honored to be able to be in those places where I am witnessing someone's higher self take over and explain to them because people listen to a recording then and they come to me with questions and then they listen to a recording based on what they're, you know, listening to their own higher self speak. And it is, it is so beautiful. And a lot of times people have these huge aha moments afterwards, because it's like, they know what they want, but there's 20 million fears in front of it. And there's all the, well, I shoulds and what ifs and all these things, but you kind of are able to spread that and push it to the side and really have this pure desire voice take over. And um, it's amazing. But interesting too. Some of some people's higher selves are so sassy. That's on a side note, but they're so funny. Like they'll be, oh, she already knows the answer to this, or you know, she knows what to do. And I think that's going back into that maybe more guttural, desired body 
knowing um because the mind is always going to have the the more fearful base thought yeah exactly yeah like the body is going to feel one thing the mind's pretty much always going to be expressing fear that's why it's that's that's the thing I feel like that makes decision making so hard even if we like feel like we know what we want we feel like we know what our intuition's saying like we have to like remember that our mind is always going to give us the fear to keep and, us comfortable and I you know I just I I want to go back just from my own personal experience because again like earlier last month I was having a really it is really really difficult for me to make decisions and I think it's important to also note that it's our mind can really put us in a place where it's really hard to decipher what's going on and I think that's where people can make choices that do that are more unaligned because it's almost as if you can like for me at least it's like I go into this bubble and I think something about that time when I was trying to make a decision is that I felt completely out of my body and not grounded at all. So I think like that's step one. If I have any advice based on my own experience is like, do you feel like your feet are on the floor? Do you feel grounded into this earth? Because if you don't, I think your body brain, or I mean, your brains are out of line. And that step one is like grounding. And that's when you can get more clarity and you can start to really like take a step back and like zoom out. So yeah, just felt like I needed to say that. Yeah, I, it's so, so, so important. Yeah, and I also like, I have always used this for my intuition, like the thing that we're battling against. Be, because again, it's like we have our heart, we have our body, and then we have our mind. Our mind is going to be battling against our heart. So yeah, like looking back over time, decisions I've made, it always has felt like a battle to do the thing that I want. Mm-hmm. And usually like we're talking about making a decision that's going to be a change. So of course the mind doesn't want change. So it's going to fight against that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that has typically been helpful because yeah, our desire is always going to be fought against by our mind. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to, it's going to try to keep you comfortable and safe. Yeah, exactly. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) so interesting I mean we could literally talk for hours on this obviously we always do um and I know people probably didn't walk away from this with like so much clarity but like that's (laughs) I feel like that's kind of the point is like maybe you took away a new perspective right and we and we also have to be okay with not knowing which our logical thinking mind fucking hates we want the clear black and white answer yeah we don't want this like uncertainty and and life is so uncertain so I think it's really also important for us to remember like we can't know what decision is right yeah move our feet and and practice trusting ourselves and as long as we aren't killing anyone then like we probably won't ruin our lives with one decision (laughs) right like it's like what's the worst that could happen so 
One alone who's listening. You're not alone in questioning yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. And one last thing I think I want to just say is that I think it's like you were talking about black and white. We want an answer. And a lot of times we are unaware of a third option. So I think it's important to always know that things aren't black and white. It's not, you know, it's not just up and down. It's not just left and right. There's always kind of like this hidden third. And hopefully that can give grounding that sometimes you feel like you are faced with a yes and no answer. And oftentimes, you know, there is a third. Yeah. Yeah. I am curious though, if anyone else has, who's listening to this has any insight, like I would love for you to DM me or Leah, like, please add to this conversation because I, I want to learn and I want to hear other people's experiences. So, yeah. Yes. DM us, tell us what you think. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to do a poll of my stories too. Like, what do you think? Like, what is intuition to you? What does that yeah. feel like for you? Um, but Frankie, you have a new Instagram handle. So why don't you share with us so everyone can follow you? It's my new Instagram handle is it's Francis Lauren. So it's Francis F-R-A-N-C-E-S Lauren on Instagram. Amazing. And I will have that link in the show notes along with her website. So if you guys want to do a hypnosis session with her sessions are incredible. Um, she also has melt. Do you want to talk about melt a little bit? Sure. Melt is called, well, melt stands for mind elevation, life transformation, and it is my weight loss bundle and it is on sale right now for a one-time payment of $150, but it's, you get lifetime access to it. It's so amazing. And if, you know, you're looking to, you know, start a new routine it's incredible. And we have monthly sessions and I love it. And it's going to continuously get better. I know some people are really into Ozempic. So I was thinking of making a hypnozempic. So that's something just to throw out there that might be added to the melt bundle. If you are on a weight loss journey. I love it. Yes. Be sure to check her out and don't worry. She's going to come back. We're going to have more of these deep conversations. Yes. Um, I'm thinking we should start like a show called Frankie and Leah Unfiltered. Oh, I love it. Mm. Okay. All right. We love you guys and we'll see you next week. 